Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Episode of the Power Ranking Show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, basketball, baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and the easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games that are available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And that, of course, is, of course, is the voice. That, of course, is the voice of at Marcus underscore Mosher. And uh, listen, You've gotten better and better on these reads. A lot more enthusiasm from you. I am hoping a little bit more positive energy uh, from our last podcast. Uh, we got a good tweet. I, I'm trying to remember who it was. Doggone it. I didn't bring my phone with me. Uh, who said, uh, enjoy the ride. I'll call you out next time. I, I apologize. He said, hey, enjoy the ride, guys. It was like 15 minutes of complaining. Uh, do, do you think we complained for 15 minutes? I said that was it. I thought it was a little bit more than that. Who was that that tweeted us? Could you look? Uh, I I want to know. I want to give him a, a yeah, shout I'll, out. Do you I'll, have your Twitter I'll, up? Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll find it. You go ahead and do the intro. Yeah, I'll find it. I just want I wanted to say just to clarify our position on this that what we were talking about was that if every team can beat every team on a given week, while I agree with our tweeter that that can be exciting. It also means that you're kind of looking at a league full of eight, eight and one teams. And if you have that, then it then whoever wins the Super Bowl doesn't necessarily feel like it matters. It just feels like who got lucky, who got hot. And I prefer and I think Marcus prefers to that we have some good teams. Now, we don't want to only have like two good teams, but it's better when you feel like, hey, the team that won the Super Bowl earned it and deserved it. Not deserved the wrong choice of words, but. If you think about it, nobody cares that the Rams won in 2021. Nobody cares. You know, now the 1999 Rams are memorable. The 70s Steelers are memorable. The 80s 49ers are memorable. Not just the dynasties. I can name some one-offs like the 86 Giants because those were all good teams. But when a team just kind of gets hot like the 2011 Giants, you know, it's just not memorable to people. And so I think that's what we were talking about is we would like there to be seven or eight really good teams that could compete. And yes, that means there's going to be some lousy teams too, but we don't want the Steelers at eight, eight and one going to the championship game. Uh, anyway, how did I do? To, good shout out or a big shout out to uh, at big Alfredo sauce who uh, sent us a tweet. Yeah. Was that, was that who sent it to us? Yeah. His name is big Al and he goes by big Alfredo sauce. I like Alfredo sauce on my pasta i mean do you like just like do you want regular traditional like tomato no. sauce or do you like well, alfredo uh, 
I, I like tomato sauce, but it can't be sweet. I, I can't do sweet. Uh, I, I married into a, a, a very Italian family. There's just no such thing as sweet sauce. So, Do you ever do pol- uh, pasta with just kind of like olive oil and some like garlic sure. seasoning and no yeah. like sauce? I did uh, ravioli last night with a, a really heavy red sauce. It was fantastic. Hey, good talk. Let's go to picks. Uh, right. Last week, our picks were so-so at best. I feel bad for my new friends uh, listening to the podcast from our European tour. I didn't do you that well on my picks. I mean, I'm usually much better. Speak for yourself. I did fantastic. But let's well, go ahead and yeah. get to the uh, the week six uh, games. Nothing true has ever been said. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, starting off with a banger. Denver Broncos at Kansas City Chiefs on Thursday night football. Poor Al. I, I mean, Al Michaels has just got to be just so upset that these are the games they're giving him. Broncos, 10.5-point favorites. You mean the Chiefs, 10.5-point favorites? <laughs> the Chiefs, 10.5-point favorites. Yeah, and, and just so you guys all know, if Marcus has a banner week, that probably does mean I had a bad week because Marcus picks games differently than I, and that's why his percentage is always lower. Uh, sorry. Oh, uh, boy. Uh, y- you want to take this line with the way Kansas City's offense has been hit or miss with Travis uh, Kelsey playing hurt with the wide receivers still trying to emerge for the Chiefs? No, but Chiefs do I straight wanna, up easy, but do I want to bet the Broncos to keep this game close because of their defense? No, not really. Uh, this is <laughs> a stay away from me. I'm taking the I'm taking the Chiefs to win outright, but yeah, stay away from that line. That's that's a bad line. Yeah, I, I think this is an ugly game. The Broncos look terrible. If you didn't catch our power rankings, uh, thank you, Courtney. That was nice. Uh, little stay away graphic there. Um, if you didn't catch our power rankings, by the way, we did release that yesterday, a little later than we normally do. And I think I had the Broncos at 31, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. So uh, there you go. Let's go. Next game. Please, next game. Yeah, our game in London. Uh, early kickoff. Ravens versus Titans. Ravens, oh. three and a half point favorites. Oh. Oh. How many plays of this game do you think I'm going to watch? Uh, that would be 0.0. <laughs> I'll try. I really, I'll you give will it an not. effort. You will not. Give you will be effort. sleeping before this game even finishes. Uh, I'm not taking the Ravens to cover this. Not at three and a half. Uh, maybe if it were three, I will take Baltimore to win the game. Um, but to me, this is a push. This is a total push. I'll take the Titans to win outright. What's our over-under on this? 41. Ooh, that is low. That is low. There's a certain type of team that the Titans match up well against. It's a team whose offensive line, like, just doesn't play well, and they can just bully them up front. Yeah. This feels like a game the trenches are going to win for the Titans. I'm picking them just straight up to win. There's just no way. I bet you the Ravens don't drop a pass this week, or maybe they drop one, not after last week. Um, Yeah. I'm taking the Ravens to not cover and to win uh, straight up. There we go. Yeah. Next one. Washington Commanders at Atlanta Falcons. The battle of two second-year quarterbacks. Falcons, two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Uh, Boy, the Commanders have had a couple awful games as of late. The Bills game, the Bears game. Two of the last three weeks, they've been horrible. And then they played Philadelphia to, what, overtime? Doesn't, Mm -hmm. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Uh, I like Atlanta in this game. I like Atlanta to cover Atlanta by a field goal. Uh, I think Atlanta is going to try to run the ball, but they may have to lean on Ritter a little more. But he showed that he can 
play last week. Let's see if he can make it two in a two in a row. I also like the fact that the Falcons are at home in this game. Basically, they're saying if this was on a neutral site, Washington would be a half point favorite. I don't know how you can arrive at that conclusion given the way Washington's played. I'm going to take the the Commanders to win this game. I knew you would. Yeah, I knew you would. Commanders coming off a bad loss at home, but they do have 10 days rest getting ready for this game. I I just don't think the Falcons are going to be able to run the ball particularly well. Like That's the one strength of Washington is their interior defensive line. I I agree with you there. I do agree with you there. That does give me some pause. I'm going to try not to watch any of this game. Uh, (laughs) It's not going to be very good. Uh, Another game that I'm not going to watch, Elliot, is Vikings at Bears. No Justin Jefferson for the Vikings this week. Still two-and-a-half-point road favorites. No, I'm going Chicago here. Uh, I'm going Chicago at home. Uh, it may be a close game, but I think the Bears are going to turn it around a little bit. And I think Justin Jefferson being out for Minnesota is a huge loss. And mm-hmm. the Vikings defense has been really bad so far, Marcus, really bad. Um, yeah, give me the Bears. You want to go Vikings, don't you? I know you do. I mean, listen, if Kirk Cousins is really going to win the MVP this year, he's got to start winning some of these games, <laughs> Elliot. Uh, I will take the Vikings here on the I knew you tonight. would. I knew you would. I knew right. you would. Now, a game that I'm actually excited to watch, Seahawks at Bengals. Now, the Seahawks coming off a bye, playing the Bengals in Cincinnati. The Bengals are two-and-a-half-point favorites, and I'm going to take the Seahawks to win the rare 1 p.m. East Coast game. Boy, this is a tough pick. Ah, gosh. What's your reasoning here on Seattle winning? It's just... It's partially the Bengals have a bye in week seven. And I just wonder if they're going to try to keep everything really close to the vest to make sure that Burrow gets healthy through this game. Because if they can get him healthy through this game, get to the bye, then they can kind of go full bore from week eight on. I I think Seattle is going to come out firing on offense. I love their receivers against the Bengals who have some banged up corners right now. I'm taking Seattle. You know, right now, I trust Geno Smith and the Seahawks offense more than Cincinnati. That's really what it comes down to for me. Um, I don't think Seattle's pass rush is going to have the banner day they had, per se, like against the Giants a couple of weeks ago. But um, I don't think they need to with is inconsistent. Now, Cincinnati did get a little bit on track uh, or on track uh, against the Cardinals last week. That was the Cardinals. This is Seattle. Uh, give me Seattle. I'll go with you on this one. Okay. We've got another West Coast team traveling to the East Coast to play a one o'clock game. This was the 49ers. Now, a couple of things just to update this. When I sent the line in this morning, it was six. The the 49ers by six on the road. Now it's risen up to six and a half, seven on most sports books. A couple injury things. Deshaun Watson still not practicing. PJ Walker is the number two quarterback. He's actually not even on the roster. He's on the practice squad, which I find interesting. No David Njoku at practice. No Joe Batonio. They're all pro guard. Uh, Miles Garrett still not practicing with a foot injury. Browns are beat up coming out of this bye week. Yeah, I'd be aware of that, though. Every time you do that, you say, well, this guy's not practicing and this guy's not practicing. Then they end up playing. This has all the makings of an ugly, ugly, ugly football game. And if it goes any higher than 49 or 7, like 7.5, I absolutely – 
I, I think you stay away from this line. I also think the 49ers are due for a letdown. This is a road game after a big emotional Sunday night win when they were having fun and firing on all cylinders. And I think Jim Schwartz is going to have some stuff dialed up for Brock Purdy. I'm not saying Brock Purdy is going to really struggle. I'm saying I don't think even the 49ers lean on him. I think they lean on the run a little more conservative here, and it's a close game. 49ers went straight up, though. Here's my fear. Let, let's say Jim Schwartz has an awesome game, and he holds the 49ers to 20 points. By the way, Brock Purdy only once in his career hasn't scored 30 points in a game. <laughs> Just keeping that in mind. Can the Browns score more than 10 with P.J. Walker and the right guard and right tackle missing this game and no, no, no Nick Chubb? Probably not, uh, but at the same time, in an ugly football game, all it takes is one turnover, one strip sack, one thing to kind of blow you up there. I, I just don't uh, to to blow up this line. I I, I just don't like the line. I, I don't like yeah. seven points here. I think the Forty Nine ers are due for a letdown, but I think San Francisco wins the game straight up. I'll take the Forty Nine ers to cover that spread. Uh, all right, our next game, uh, we've got the Houston Texans against the Saints. The Saints, one-and-a-half-point road favorites. Yeah, again, another team that I think is due for a letdown. I, I, I'd I, be real weary of taking the Saints here. You know, they got this huge win where everything went right against the Patriots. Now they're playing a Houston team on the road who I honestly gave Atlanta quite a game. I'm actually going to take Houston at home in an upset here. I don't know about this one. This is of all the games. This is the one I don't have any feel with. Um, I'll take the Saints here because I just think they're a lot more talented. I think Derek Carr is going to be healthier than he was the last couple of weeks. Uh, but in full disclosure, I'm rooting for, for Houston here. I want Houston to be yeah. a good team. Me too. Me too. So I'm probably a little biased on this. This is not a game. If you're laying down money on this game, it better be five dollars or like a Sonic hamburger or something yeah. and nothing else. There you go. Uh, next one, we've got the Colts and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I actually sent this in wrong to Courtney. It's Jags minus four, not plus four. Uh, Jags Way to four go. Point, yeah, I know. Jags four-point favorites here on Sunday. Ugh, you know, the Colts have played a lot better than I think people anticipated, but I do like Jacksonville at home. Any kind of London hangover, you think, for the Jags? It's a good question. They were in London for two weeks. Now they're coming back home without that bye week. It's possible. The Colts also just play Jacksonville pretty well. They do. do you, four points, too. I don't know. Uh, Gardner Minshew? Yeah. Give me Jacksonville to win straight up, but I'm not touching this line either. I have a hard time believing that Jacksonville won't win this game because I just can't in my brain think of the Colts as a four and two team after six games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm That's telling a bad you, though, reasoning that... to pick a team, though. Yeah, but we've seen Jacksonville be extremely inconsistent. You already pointed out how tough the Colts can play this team. Didn't they play week one? Was it week one they played? I think um, so. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes. It, and it was a close game. It ended up being like 34-24, but it was actually pretty close. Richardson got hurt. Minshew had to come in in a goal-to-goal situation late in the game, and the Jags stopped him. And then I think the Jags got like a little field goal to add to their lead. Yeah. Um and then, like I said, the London hangover, I'd be very weary to to bet on this game. And I have no feel for the over-under on this game either. Um, 45. So, honestly, which is, you know, if I was going to put a number, I'd probably put 46. So it's right, right in the neighborhood. I wouldn't bet on that either. There you All go. Right. Our next game, 
<laughs> Patriots at Raiders. So I just want to let me lay out some stuff for you in this game. First of all, this is the rematch of last year's game when Jacoby Myers threw the ball back to Chandler Jones, who ran it in for a touchdown. Now Chandler Jones off the Raiders, Jacoby Myers on the Raiders having a nice year. The Raiders have not scored more than 18 points in a game this season. They're averaging 5.8 points per game, and that's almost six points per game better than their opponent here in week six. This is where we're at with Patriots Raiders. I'm taking the Patriots to to get back going again okay. here. Um, I, I think that uh, Bill Belichick knows Jimmy Garoppolo's weaknesses, but I also, you know, Josh McDaniels, you remember when he went to the Broncos and uh, they beat the Patriots in that game where they wore their throwback? You know, yeah. the Broncos wore those, like, their brown and yellow ones, and McDaniels yeah. was all fired up. I'm afraid of that happening, but I'm I'm putting some faith in the Patriots to beat the Raiders here. McDaniels is two and zero against Belichick in his career. Pretty impressive. You want to take uh, the Raiders? Mm. No, I, I got a better bet for you, courtesy of our friends at Bet Online. You can bet under twenty two and a half points for the Raiders in this game at even odds. Okay, but I, are the Patriots winning straight up? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I will say. I think you want to go with the Patriots, but you want to. No, I want to pick the Raiders. I'm going to pick the Raiders here. Hmm. Uh, I I want. I aren't you shocked? The Raiders are three and a half point favorites. I am. I watched the Patriots the last three weeks. I'm not really surprised. Uh, The Patriots just got shut out at home by the Saints. You know. Um, Uh Oh, we got a freeze. Marcus has a freeze. See. This when you know when Marcus doesn't believe in his pick, when the internet freezes, it happens every time, and so that's why he's sitting here on my Zoom screen with his mouth wide open because he doesn't believe in his own pick. So when he comes back, I'll make sure to remind him of that. I think the Patriots' offense is really struggling right now, but the Raiders' offense, as Marcus has pointed out, hasn't scored more than eighteen points all season. So how in the world, uh, yeah, unless New England literally can't get anything done. Oh, this is really cool. Now, <laughs> we just had a uh, an entire, like, uh, Marcus's screen turned into, like, a thousand different uh, things. Are you there, bud? I am. I, I just gave the best take of my life, and nobody in the world heard it. It was fantastic. It was, it was really cool. There was, like, an 80s MTV video special effect where your screen went into another screen, went into another screen, went into another screen, like <laughs> forever and ever and ever. It was on design. Yeah, I did that. This on- is what I said to our audience, and I want you to back me up on me bagging on you, that when you don't have conviction about your pick, your internet freezes every time. I, it's, it's, so I, I do that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know who you think is going to win this game. By the way, guys, Marcus covers the Raiders for USA Today Raiders <laughs> Wire. It's a good time to good time to talk about that yeah so marcus <laughs> takes the patriots uh and he says go uh under 22 and a half on the raiders score we go. go to the next game please yeah. i'm tired of this game lions buccaneers lions three and a half point road favorites oh man this is a good one uh i see i am gonna watch some of this game i don't care what you say this is a good uh, game boy i don't i think it's too many points to give the lions i'm gonna be honest i like tampa bay to cover this now the question is, who wins straight up, Marcus? Hold on. This is too many points to give the Lions going up against Baker Mayfield, but the Lions are going to be the team that challenges the 49ers in the NFC? I, I never said, though, first of all, don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> Secondly, 
Um, as we've pointed out, the Lions have had their struggles on the road, particularly Jared Goff in uh, the offense. I know they had the great Green Bay game. I'm aware of that. Uh, another team coming off a big blowout win. Everything feels great. Tampa Bay is also rested, man. Uh, now, maybe that's going to hurt Tampa Bay's mojo. You know, they were kind of on a little bit of a roll. roll. They probably didn't want to have a bye last week. But, uh, I, yeah, I've got Tampa Bay to cover. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick my Lions to win the game. Whenever you say mojo, I just think of Austin Powers, which is one yeah. of the best three movies of all time. But I'll uh, take the Lions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to cover as well? Yeah, I'll take the Lions. I'll have a little bit of faith in my Detroit Lions. Uh, Cardinals at Rams. Rams seven-point favorites, and there is no way in the world I would ever take the Rams minus seven here. No way. I wouldn't either. I'll take the Rams to win this game straight up. I think it's going to be a good competitive game, actually. It's going to be on uh, in L.A. <laughs> Won't be on anywhere else. But, uh, yeah, well, that's not true in Arizona, too. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this. Uh, you don't, do you think the Cardinals are going to win straight up? No, but I'll. I think they keep it close. I wonder about I think that worst, Cardinals secondary. I think worst guys. case scenario, you get like a twenty-four to seventeen game, and you push if you bet the Cardinals plus seven. What's the uh, over under on this? Forty-eight and a half. It's a lot of points. That that feels a, a little bit high. I, I think yeah. if if you wanted to bet on this game, I would be inclined to bet the under or bet the Cardinals to cover. Which do yeah. you like better, Cardinals to cover? Uh, this, I like the under. Or, the under. You like the under? Yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. Okay, next up. Uh, next one. We've got Eagles at Jets. Uh, the Eagles are seven-point road favorites, and I love that line. I will take the Eagles all day to cover that spread. I'm not. I'm going to take the Jets not only to cover, but Jets upset, uh, beat the Eagles outright. Uh, okay, give, give me the reason, Mark. Uh, I think the Eagles have uh, screwed around a little too much. They futzed around. Uh, the Rams game looked like more of a blowout than it was. The Rams were with them uh, for two and a half quarters in that game. Washington and the Eagles went to overtime. Washington could have won that game. We've pointed out on this podcast before that the Patriots could have won the game against the Eagles in week one so many different ways. I, I really think the Eagles have only had one or two impressive games uh, now, that what, it's not to say they were bad against the Rams. I think the Rams are just better than people think they are. But I think the Jets are every bit as good as the Rams, and I think the Jets are at home. And Philadelphia is bound to lose a game. I think this is a week they do it. And if you don't like my straight-up pick, that's fine. But I'm not taking the Eagles uh, to win by seven, not against the Jets' defense. No thanks. I will. I, I don't trust the Jets' passing attack at all, especially now that Elijah Vera Tucker – their best offensive lineman is out. I, I think the Eagles dominate on that side of the ball. And we get a I, I, 31 we'll to see. 10 type of game. Hey, you may be right, but you know, sometimes Marcus, you got to put yourself out there. You know, you can't just yeah. be playing the favorites all the time like you do. And that's why I'm taking giants to upset the bills on Sunday night. No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. First of all, bills are 14 point favorites. Are you going to watch this game? Yeah, I will. I've got the giants to win this one outright. Uh, I think it's, Pretty. Why are you smiling? Because I first of all, I know you're not going to watch this game, uh, but I might be going to this game, so we'll see. I uh, know I have the Bills winning uh, this game. You know, 14 points is. There were a couple of teams that covered their big spreads last week. Uh, one of the big spreads that we didn't believe in was Miami, and they covered um, against the Giants. But this is even higher than Miami's spread. I think Miami's was 10 and a half, 11. Yeah. 
This is 14, and Buffalo does have some issues on defense right now. The problem is the Giants can't block up front. So Daniel Jones might not play, uh, still dealing with the neck injury. It could be Tyrod Taylor for the Giants. In a a return game to Buffalo. Yeah. Would you take Buffalo to cover this? No, it's just too many points, right? Uh, Yeah, I think so too. Um, Yeah, Bill straight up, I stay away from this. Uh, all right, Monday Night Football, the game of the week. Cowboys at Chargers. We're calling this. Yeah, you the sound take. excited about it. The take bowl. The, this is the take bowl. If the Cowboys win, we're going to get lots of takes. If we the Chargers, uh, if the Chargers win, I can't imagine what the takes are going to be on the Cowboys side going into the bye week. Cowboys two point. I want to say road favorites, but there's going to be eighty percent Cowboy fans there, so I have a hard time even saying road. There's one person I'm thinking about when it comes to this game. I'll give you 100 guesses, and the first 99 don't count. Aaron Glutton. (laughs) Actually, that's a great call. I went to the 2005 opener where Aaron Glenn broke up a pass on, was it fourth and goal? Fourth and goal from the five-yard line. Drew Drew Brees had driven the Chargers down. This was Drew Brees' last year as a starter. And Drew Bledsoe, it was his uh, his first game. It was the opener. The 05 opener. It was a great game. The Drews went at it. Um, who knew back then that Drew Brees was going to have this career with the Saints? And who knew back then how the Bledsoe era would shake out? Kind of an odd game that was. But that's not who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of uh, Kellen Moore. Oh, and Marcus I and I have talked him. a lot about how, uh, and I've heard that no one in Dallas seems to be lamenting Kellen Moore being gone. And I'm asking, why? Why aren't you? Like, why does nobody respect Kellen Moore? Because it sure seems like the rest of the league did. And the uh, Chargers are seventh in points scored, I might add. How's that Cowboys offense doing? Uh, who are you taking? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard, isn't it? This is a hard one. I watched the Charger game two weeks ago when they played the Raiders. And the Raiders were without their number two, number three, and number four corner. And the Chargers at home got one first down and zero points in the second half against the Raiders. Yeah. This offense still feels really clunky, um, but they are getting back Austin Eckler. They are getting back Derwin James. They're getting back Joey Bosa on defense. I'm going to lean the Chargers here, but I don't feel great about it. Yeah, I've got Dallas to win this game. I think they bounce back. I the one concern that I would have, I mean, this spread really means nothing. It's two points. Yeah. The one concern that I have um, is what if Justin Herbert gets really hot? And this is a Dallas secondary that's uh, Dallas back seven now that's lost a couple of key players. Um, that, Four linebackers that, since preseason. Yeah, that's a concern. Uh, at the same time, Joey Bosa being back doesn't scare me. Uh, Chargers without Mike Williams. Um, you know, I, I I like Dallas to bounce back in this game. Let's talk total on this one. Okay, what, what do you want to take a guess on what it is? Yeah, you know, originally I first thought 50 uh, because the Chargers defense hasn't been great. Uh, I think the Dallas defense might be reeling a little bit, but then I thought with the Cowboys defense, that's just too high. I was first thinking like 27, 23, but now I think it's probably more, it should be more in the the. 47 and a half, 46 and a half range. 51. Wow. I'm surprised by that. I am surprised. 
Um, boy, that's about as off as I ever am on these. Uh, are you a little bit that it's that high? Do you see this being 28-23? Yeah, I, I think I could. I think the Cowboys defense is a little overrated, especially now that you've lost Trayvon Diggs and Leighton Vander Esch. They gave up 28 to the Cardinals. They gave up 42 to the 49ers in three quarters. Um, I think the Chargers can get to 24 points in this game. And I think the Cowboys can get to 24 as well. Obviously, somebody's going to score more than that. But I think, yeah, I think that's where we end up. I think we get a 27-24 type of game. Uh, 25-23, Dallas wins. It's a push on the spread. Demarcus Lawrence gets a safety on Justin Herbert, and that ends up being the decisive points. There you go. Mark it down. Uh, I am uh, debating one of these picks that you've got me spooked now, but let's go back over our picks here. All right, let's run through them. We've got Broncos at Chiefs. We both like the Chiefs to win, but stay away from that spread. Ravens-Titans, you like the Ravens to win and cover, correct? Yes. I like the Titans to win and cover. Commanders-Falcons, you like the Falcons to win outright and cover. I like the Commanders. You got me spooked. You want to take Should the I go with you on the Commanders? No, it's more fun when we disagree. All right, all right. I'll go all with the Falcons. Vikings-Bears, I'm taking the Vikings outright in the MVP. Kirk Cousins, you're taking the Bears uh, there. Seahawks, Bengals. I'm taking the Seahawks to win outright. Are you taking the Bengals? I'm taking the Seahawks. Okay. 49ers, Browns. I'm taking the 49ers to win and cover. You're taking the 49ers to win, but maybe not cover. Saints, Texans. I'm taking the Saints. You're taking the Texans. Colts, Jags. We are both taking the Jags to win, but maybe stay away from that spread. That's just a little bit too many points. Patriots, Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders to win this game. I'm staying away from that spread, though. He is not, everyone. He's taking the Patriots. Lions, Buccaneers. We both like the Lions to win outright. That spread's a little hairy, but I, we're going we're gonna to express some confidence in our Detroit Lions. Cardinals, Rams. We both like the Rams to win, but the Cardinals to cover. Eagles, Jets. Elliott has the Jets pulling off the upset. I have the Eagles covering. Giants, Bills. We both like the Bills to win but maybe not cover that spread. Just stay away. Cowboys, Chargers. Elliot has a lot of faith in Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott. I'm taking the Los Angeles Chargers. Best bet of the week. Raiders under 22 and a half. Yeah. 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 I don't see any way that the Raiders score. Yeah, Cause I mean, I'm just trying to think about how they would have to do that. Basically, can they score three touchdowns and get a field goal? I, I, I don't see that. There's no way. Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm thinking uh, that you're right on that. I'm, I'm really curious about that Monday night game. I think that's one of the toughest ones to pick for sure. But there, there's a couple here that were tough. You mentioned that the Houston game, really tough to pick uh, as well. But uh, final thoughts, sir. Yeah, I don't want to be over dramatic here, but if the Cowboys lose in week six to the Chargers, I'm retiring from podcasting altogether, retiring from my football career. And uh, I'll see you guys next time. Yeah, I'm going to hold you to that because whenever your internet freezes, I have to carry us by ourselves by myself anyway. But you feel like uh, Dak. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. So uh, if you want to hear more about him or the uh, you know the rest of the Cowboys' uh, wonderful team that Marcus has no confidence in because I picked him to win. Listen to Locked On Cowboys with Landon McCool. Give Landon a follow on Twitter. Marcus also does Dynasty podcasts on Locked On, and he like disingenuously picks the Raiders for USA Today. Raiders wire 
he writes for the 33rd team as well. Check out his articles there. He's, he's at Marcus underscore Mosher on Twitter. I'm at Harrison NFL on Twitter. We really appreciate you guys. And we thank the good folks at Believe, Courtney at Brinks and the team. And of course, uh, Bet Online. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you guys later. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.